0: Hello and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today is a great day because today we are going to finish John chapter 6. It's been a long journey through this chapter, and this chapter is built off of Jesus's miracle when he, when he turns a, a couple of loaves into multiple, multiple meals for thousands and thousands of people, and then he uses this sign. Remember, it's not simply a miracle in the book of John, but he uses this sign to demonstrate something of, uh, something of gr- great importance. He, he's showing who he is. The signs point to Jesus and his identity. Now, we, we've just seen this, this, uh, this tragic moment where many, many of his disciples, they hear Jesus talking about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. They hear these words, and we, we understand that these words are meant to aim us at having faith in Christ, to trusting in his death and in his resurrection, his identity as the, the son of God. This is what all of it is aimed at. But they hear these words and they turn away and they no longer walk with him. And this is a, this is a heartbreaking moment. But, but the next thing, the very next thing, we see Jesus turn to the rest of his disciples. And this is where our text picks up. And so look with me, John chapter 6, verses 67 through the very end, 71. So, so Jesus said to the 12, he says, do you want to go away as well? I mean, what a question! Just imagine this moment. The crowds—they're—they're they're walking away. They've come to the conclusion Jesus isn't going to feed us anymore, and he's saying some things that are really challenging us. He says we should eat his flesh and drink his blood to have eternal life, and they're just like, "We're outy. we're gone. This is this is this is not comfortable for us," and they're leaving. So Jesus turns to the twelve and he says, "You going you going to leave as well? You you going with them?" And look at Simon's answer. Simon sometimes sticks his foot in the mouth. Sometimes he strikes out. In this moment, he hits a home run. Grand slam. Simon Peter answers him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life and we have come, here it is, to believe and have come to know that you are the holy one of God this is this is an amazing answer this is an amazing answer the first part of it he says where else can we go you have the words of eternal life he is starting to get it. Only you have the words of eternal life. If we go somewhere else, what good is that going to do? Because you, your words, lead us to salvation, to eternal life. And then, then Peter gets it. He is beginning to understand Jesus and his identity. He says, and we have come to believe, and we have known, we have come to, excuse me, we have believed and we have come to know you are the Holy One of God. What is the point of this miracle? What is the point of this feeding of thousands of people? What is the point of this entire discourse about eating his flesh and drinking his blood? The entire point is right here, believing that Jesus, knowing that Jesus is the Holy One of God. This is it. This is the Grand slam. This is the response of the one who abides, of the one who believes, of the one who remains, of the one who follows. This is this is meant to be my response. This is your response. Do you have this response at Jesus when he says these, these challenging things? Do you see that he is the only one who has the words of life and that he is the holy one of God? The word holy in the scripture means to be to to be set aside as pure for God's purposes. There is none like him. He is separate. He is other. Yes, he is in the flesh, but he is God in the flesh. He is the eternal one who is put on flesh. He's full of grace and truth. He is the only begotten son of the father. He is the holy one of God. This response is amazing. I love it. Well, this is the response. And then Verse 70, Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil. And he spoke to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. For he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. This is uh, it's heart-wrenching. You just had the, the crowd leave. Jesus turns to the 12, you go in also, Simon speaks up, where are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life and we believe and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. And Jesus says, yep, uh, you, you know this because I chose you, I've called you, I've brought you in. <clears throat> and yet one of you, even among these 12, is going to do even worse than the crowd that have left me and that no longer walk with me. One of you is going to betray me what intensity what what a, what emotion what a moment we we, we remember so much in this moment we remember that that the, the the father if you have trusted in christ if you believe and come to know that he is the holy one of god you do this because the father has granted it the spirit has worked in you and you do this because jesus has chose you he's brought you in and yet you do this recognizing that there are some among us that uh might be like Judas. They may eventually walk away. What do you do with that tension? What do you do in this moment? Well, here's here's my pastoral counsel to you in this moment. My pastoral counsel is in this moment, you zero in on Peter's declaration. Where do I have to go? Where can I go besides Christ? If, if you're someone who maybe from time to time you find yourself doubting or on the fence or, and you struggle with your sin, and as we all do, and you're wrestling with the things about the faith, listen, in those moments when you are doubting and wrestling and struggling, in those moments, let this be your declaration. Lord, I'm struggling, but where do I have to go? There's nowhere else I can go. Lord, I've come to believe. And, and even though I'm struggling, I know that you are the Holy One of God. See, the ancient way for our modern day is to fall on this declaration, to fall on Jesus's identity, to remember that everything we see in Jesus's signs and really everything we see in this world, that's meant to aim us to know who Jesus is and what he has done. In those moments, take your eyes off yourself. In those moments, take your eyes off your weakness. In those moments, take your eyes off your failure and look at Christ who has chosen you, who has called you, who has made you his rest in what Christ has done. Rest in him. Ah, we can be full of angst, we can be full of worry, we can be full of doubt and concern. <clears throat> but look, we don't earn our salvation. We don't we don't maintain our salvation. We we don't we don't sustain our salvation, we rest in Christ, the Holy One of God. May this be the ancient way for our modern day for you today. May you make this same declaration. When this video comes to a conclusion, will you you go to the Lord and say, Lord, I have nowhere else to go besides you. You are the Holy One of God. Will you make this declaration, your declaration? And when you come back to it over and over and over, in those moments when you find yourself worrying or doubting or, or starting to wander, come and trust in who Christ is, and in what he has done. This is so important, and this is our ancient way for our modern day.